Are you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that I am. Hockey's, I, I don't know that I'm ready for the season to start already, so. All right, here we go. Hits the big shebang. We're back. It is the WCHL podcast. You only thought we were gone, but no. Like a bad penny, we keep turning up. And this time, we've got some uh, fresh new voices on the, on the podcast, not including mine. So, hey, hold on for a second. We're going to hear a little new intro music, and we'll hear a new voice. Does that sound good there, big man? Sounds like a deal. Hold on. Well, hey, you guys heard that other voice. I am Chris Perry. I am the uh, commissioner for the Western Collegiate Hockey League. But at the other end of the voice, at the other end of the line, this mysterious voice, that's our friend Big Sugar, (laughs) otherwise known as Stick. Do we want to tell them your real name or do we care? I don't know that we really care, nor does anybody else. (laughs) <laughs> so do we just call you do we call you andrew or big sugar or stick or what do we want to you call can you? call me any of the above i answer to anything <laughs> yes you do i can attest to that <laughs> <laughs> yes you do all right andrew tell us a little bit about yourself and hockey and why you think you are uh on this podcast today well you know the uh my hopes and dreams have kind of come true tonight for me here when I heard you were firing up this podcast, I didn't get the invite the first time. And then, uh, you know, you've had to go to the bullpen, like you said, and call me up here. So, you know, some long relief, long relief. So some dreams have come true here tonight that I finally get to join you in this endeavor. (laughs) The, uh, I don't know how, what that says about my dreams, but you know, (laughs) it says they're pretty pathetic is what it says. (laughs) (laughs) They, uh, I I have dreams of other things, not being on a dumb podcast, but hey, whatever. That's right. That's right. But, you know, I come from a long uh, history of uh, being an equipment guy um, for the CHL Blazers back in the day and all that. And then I'm just a local rink rat. So I see all these teams come in and out and play and do a little bit of traveling around, watching some games. And that's about it. Very, very nice. Well, we uh the the nice thing is we've known each other for years because we played yeah. on the same terrible men's league team for yep. uh for the longest time the gold diggers thanks doug parker yep um and and who chuck shamel and some other terrible hockey players here in the city terrible hockey players except for us we were the studs we were the stars <laughs> yeah, mike we easterling i mean we mike. were the we <laughs> I mean, it, it was like Gretzky and Curry and, you know, Kevin Kaminsky. I mean, we were just the holy rollers out there. Yep. We were we were the big ticket in town, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've helped out with, uh, as you said, with the minor pro Central Hockey League, Oklahoma City Blazers, yep. and uh, the, the Oklahoma guys, uh, the Central Oklahoma, I mean, the University of Oklahoma guys. Yep. And uh, you see all the other teams when they come into town. So I leaned on you. You're my pal. You're my buddy. You're my friend. I'm, and you, you're dumb enough to say yes. Well, you know, the, uh, I, knew you're, I knew you didn't have much in the tank. So, you know, I had to help out a friend when he was down here. So, <laughs> Like I said, long relief. There we That's go. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, hey, we're, we're glad to have you. Glad to have you. So let's, let's, let's get right to it. We have some... Uh, the ACHA, it's back in business for 2018, 2019, and we've got a little bit of change here in the WCHL. We have four new coaches. Um, we have a new coach up at Colorado State, Joel Weeks. I haven't met him yet, but I'm looking forward to it. We have a new coach at Arkansas, Andrew Walls. Haven't met him yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Have a new coach at Arizona State, Tate Green. I've talked to him a few times, but haven't met him yet. Looking forward to it. And then we've got your buddy, a new coach at the University of Oklahoma, yes, Josh Berge. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you know about Josh and keep it clean, okay? Yeah, I'll I'll try to keep it PG here. The uh, so I think with Josh, you know, I've been around ten years now around the team, and there's been a culture in the team when you and I were running it together and all that that we expected to win and. Uh, I think the boys kind of got away from that a little bit here over the past couple of years. 
And I kind of see it with Josh coming back in. That culture's kind of changed back to the way it used to be. Um, boys are having fun. They want to come to the rink. A lot of laughing, a lot of cutting up, a lot of practical jokes going on. And I think that's going to just carry over to the ice. If you're having fun and you want to be there, you're going to want to win for that guy. Um, I also think just watching Josh's practices, you know, he he has a good offensive mind on the ice out there. So I think he's going to make a lot of good changes and uh, kind of surprise a lot of people of what he does with what he's got for the uh, first half of the season here. Kind of wild. Well, we'll see. We'll see. They've already played some games. We'll talk about that here in a sec. Yep. I get a, I get a kick out of uh, j- just for the, you know, we, Andrew, I got to tell you, we only have like 11 listeners. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're so uh, we're, we're glad that they're there, but uh, I mean, this is kind of like in, in, inside uh, secrets, um, you know, because nobody's listening to us. The, uh, but, when, but there's 11 people out there like you and I, I mean, who would have thought? <laughs> That's kind of wild, kind yeah. of scary. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. But the, um, you know, when you, you said when we were running the team, uh, I, I was, I don't know what my title was. I had so many titles and you were the equipment guy. Uh, yeah. So when Josh came back, I know that uh, you and, and Larry Donovan, the new general manager, at o, you were really putting the squeeze on me to come back. And I was like, no, we're getting the, you guys were like, oh, we're getting the band back together. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. I've, I've graduated. Yeah. I, I'm not riding the bus anymore, fellas. That That's kind of the, one of the reasons why I agreed to this podcast tonight. I figure uh, I scratched my back. Now you'll, now you'll owe us one and we'll, we'll get you back in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. All right. Well, Hey, with, with, uh, with the season starting up there, two weeks into the season, uh, before we get into the games, let's talk about the preseason rankings. Six of the eight WCHL teams were in the ACHA preseason rankings. Adrian, defending national champion, was number one, but uh, they're not in the WCHL, so the heck with them. Yeah, um, who cares about them? Yep. UCO is uh, the defending WCHL champion three times in a row. Holy smokes. Uh, they came in number seven. Uh, Colorado is number eight. Arizona, number 16. Missouri State, number 17. Oklahoma at number 19 and Arizona state number 24. So not, not a bad showing six out of the 25 <laughs> spots are owned by this little conference out in the West. That's I kind of dig bad. it. That's not bad. Not, not bad for a dopey commissioner, huh? That's right. That's right. Who has yeah. probably a mound of Cheeto dust on his fingers right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe so. If only I had a place to go live in, right? That's right. That's right. Well, hey, let's talk about the the games that uh, have gotten started so far. All um, right, let's let's start with um, well, let's start with up at the top with the defending WCHL champions, uh, Central Oklahoma Broncos. Uh, Craig McAllister returns as the coach. They played two games against Niagara, two games against Lindenwood here uh, these past two weeks. Uh, Niagara, they smoked them both times, eight to one and six to nothing, and then they promptly went up the uh, uh, turnpike I-44 here to St. Louis and they played the fighting Zombos and lost both of those games, four to two and three to nothing. Now, tell me what you think about uh, UCO so far. Well, so I think the first week, you know, Niagara, I don't think anybody expected anything else um, other than what they did with Niagara. Um, I'm just glad week, Niagara showed up. Well, yeah, the uh, that's, that's half the battle right there. Yep. Um, and I think with uh, going up to Lindenwood fighting, playing the fighting zombos, as you uh, eloquently call them, they, uh, you know, it's whether you get Lindenwood on the road or at home, they're always tough, you know, very well coached up there. You know, uh, 4-2 is close game, 3 nothing. It looked like to me they uh, going through the score sheets that they may have lost their composure a little bit. A lot of fighting majors, uh, a couple head contact penalties in there, the uh, – so maybe maybe a little bit more composure would have helped them out there in that three nothing loss. The uh, hard to hard to play shorthanded as as we know from watching games over the years. Yep, yep. Well, the uh, the scary thing is Lindenwood always is a slow starting team, and uh, for them to come out with two W's over UCO is kind of scary because they're just going to get better as the season goes on. Right. That's right. Just, they, yeah. And then, uh, of course, neither team is uh, full of a bunch of angels, so I'm not surprised that uh, 
you know, the, the second game turned into a, a gong show, if you will. Right. Right. Third period. So, but I don't know if you're UCO. I don't know if you'd be too upset with uh, losing to those guys right off the bat like that. They, uh, kind of a, kind of a tough one to get into, you know, really your first set of games out of the season, out of the gate there, the, uh, going up and playing those guys, that's kind of a, kind of a tough draw. Yep. Yep. Well, in UCO, they've lost a lot of players. Um, they they look to me, uh, I saw the Niagara games and I saw some of the Lindenwood games on, on the internet. Uh, UCO looks to be a young team, fast team. Um, and so, yeah, maybe it'll uh, do good to, uh, have some adversity and, right. um, you know, have something to work on. I, I fully expect them to come out, you know, and, uh, I, th- I think they're going to be angry. So I feel bad for whoever they play next, and, yeah, and, which we'll get to here pretty soon. <laughs> I think though, I think they'll be okay. You know, their goal, they've got solid goaltending back there. Um, yep. from what I hear, their defense is, uh, young, inexperienced a little bit. So, you know, they'll, they'll have some growing pains this season. They miss your buddy back there, number three, with the beard, the lumberjack. Yeah, he would. Yeah, he would. They would have missed him in that second game. He'd have been out, first man out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, hey, that's Central Oklahoma. Uh, let's flip over here to you. We would talk about your Sooners, the the team that you, right. plays out of the rink where you are. Oh, come on, hey, you can't be a homer now. <laughs> got hey. to be objective here. Hey, I gotta I gotta put up with these guys in the morning, so you know I gotta I gotta get them some cred. So. Uh, they can't give it to me too much. <laughs> you say that in the morning. What what time do they get there? What time is, you know, are we talking they, uh, nine, 10 o'clock? So the, the boys have to be in the rink by 630. They, oh. uh, and, it, and it has been known that Josh Berge hangs out in the corner of the bleachers at 631 and catches guys coming around the corner that are sneaking in a little late. Really? So we, we have had some, uh, we have had some, upperclassmen having to do some skating at practice while everybody else watched they're oh. sneaking in the door a couple minutes late but 6 30 you know, that's ungodly it's it's tough a couple of them are uh showing up at 5 30 5 45 in the morning getting pre-workouts in and getting ready for practice and all that so there's there's going to be some commitment to it this year are you, are you there at 5 30 or 6 30 in the morning or are you just home watching it on your security cameras I am, you know, I'm at 5.30, 6.30 in the morning. I am still uh, sleeping like a baby at, at home. <laughs> well, there we go. There's my guy right there. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I was like, buddy, I love this team, but yeah, no way am I, I going to be there at 6.30 in the morning. Wow. You know, I, I'm kind of a prepared guy. I get my stuff done the day before, so they can they can walk in and it's ready for them in the morning. So <laughs> That's tough. Wow. That's, that's tough. When you said nine, you know, when you said in the morning, I was thinking uh, nine thirty ten. 10, you know, time to get they, up, uh, go get some breakfast. You know? So it, that's what the, that's what the team and the players voted on this season was to practice early. To, and that way everybody could show up and there wasn't any class interferences going no on inter- where guys had to miss practice. And there's no interference with anything at six thirty in the morning, holy, except for that's sleep. Right. That's right. So those boys Jeez. are, uh, getting up skating in the morning and then going to class and they've got the rest of the day to do their schoolwork. So it's, I think it's working out for everybody. <laughs> Except for, yeah. Okay. Wouldn't work out for me, but uh, hey, better than yeah. me. All right, right. So That's Oklahoma, right. Oklahoma went on the road to Alabama. Did you go on the road trip? I did not. I Plus. did not. I, uh, Come on. I was smarter than that. And like you said, I've graduated off the bus. <laughs> you know, I was, I was hoping, uh, I'm making the Colorado trip uh, on the third and fourth, fifth, whenever that weekend is coming up. And, you know, I was hoping my good buddy would be there to provide some ground transportation for me. Yeah. But since he's not going up until the week after, I'll just be stuck on the bus. Uh... But, but I was also hoping, you know, I've, I know the Western Collegiate League, it's a big deal. So I know they fly everywhere. The commissioner does anyway. <laughs> So I was hoping the commissioner would, you know, pass a few buddy points along and, and get a buddy on the plane with him. So oh, I didn't have go. to ride the bus, but. <laughs> that but commissioner, he's I'll, a jerk. Yeah, but I'll, I'll ride in the bottom bunk that's been, that's been worn in by the, the, <laughs> the commissioner there in years past. <laughs> you know, it's well worn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well worn. I, I don't think, I don't think you, you probably don't want that bottom bunk. No, Yikes. I'll switch to the other side. <laughs> there, there you go. 
Well, Oklahoma <laughs> rode the bottom bunk. They went out to Alabama, and they played yep. a Thursday-Friday night affair against the, uh, what do they call them? The Frozen Tide? The Rolling Tide? They call yeah, them yeah, something I think goofy. it's the, fro- the Frozen Tide. Yeah, that sounds about right. And they split out there. Uh, actually, they, they won and they tied. It was a 3-2 to two win on Thursday night in a 4-3 to three shootout loss, which yep. in the eyes of the computer counts as a tie. So, uh, Big Sugar, tell us what you think of uh, the Oklahoma-Alabama series. You know, it was, a, I think, Thursday night going into it. I think that's a big win for them, taking a new coach in there, not really knowing what to expect, him not knowing – what to expect out of his players and all that. And, you know, going in there and playing a tough game, pulling one, sneaking one out in the end. Um, you know, it was kind of a, kind of a weird game, a couple non goals um, waved off and all that. So kind of a, kind of a weird game there, I thought, but I thought the guys played well. Um, just watching it here at home. They uh, thought they looked like they bought into some of coach Berge's systems a little bit and kind of gave Alabama a little bit to think about, you know. Uh, second period, they ran some systems, and I don't think Alabama was quite prepared for it. And uh, I think I watched one kid skate from side to side about four times on one shift trying to figure out just where to go and what to do. And uh, so that was kind of interesting to watch. Hmm. Very good. Well, kind of sounds interesting. I was uh, I was surprised with the um, with the outcome only because, you know, as the outsider looking in, uh, you know, that, um, while they have a change in, in personnel at the, at the top, you know, it was, he came in kind of late in the summer and tough to recruit yep. kids to come in there. So I knew that the firepower was kind of, uh, questionable. Yep. And so, uh, yeah, I was wondering how they're going to be able to score goals, but, uh, I guess they scored, they found a way to score three goals each night. So good for them. They did. They did. And I think, uh, the new kid, young kid, uh, last name's joy, you know, we heard his name a lot and, uh, Josh was pretty pleased when we talked to him today about how the joy kid played this weekend in Alabama and kind of one that he wasn't expecting probably a whole lot out of being young and all that. And kind of, kind of surprising me what he brought to the table for him. Very nice. All right. Well, so, uh, that's Oklahoma. Um, let's see here. Missouri state. Holy smokes. Missouri state's already played six games. Dang. I, I saw that six game. That's a, that's a lot of games right there. Yeah, boy, they're getting an early jump on things. They opened with uh, Division Two Maryville, which is a new team coached by our uh, good friend uh, John Hogan, who used to play out at Arizona and coached out at Arizona. Now he's back yep. in St. Louis. And uh, John took it on the noggin both nights, uh, ten to one and seven to one. Boy, that's a butt kick in both ways. Yeah, that's those are tough games to watch and play right there. But uh, hey, I, you know they scored a goal in uh, <laughs> against a Division One team, so. He's That's finding right. out about That's his right. team, so good for good for him. And uh, boy, Missouri State, boy, pat, they're patting their stats right off the gate. Yeah, a little. <laughs> you know, I think their tough test was with Alabama. Yep. You know, I've I've kind of got Alabama as the sleeper team in there. You know, they're probably not gonna if they make nationals. You know, they're probably going to be in the one of those final spots that they have to earn their way into. But you know, I see them as a team that can. If you're not prepared and ready for them and overlook them, they're going to sneak up there and bite you. Well, they snuck into Springfield and they bit Missouri State on the first night because they beat uh, the, the Ice Bears 4-1. to one, And then uh, Jeremy Law's gang got it together the next night and beat Alabama 5-3. to three, So uh, they earned a split with Alabama. Yep, yep. And that's, you know, going back, being around hockey and all that, you know, if you how easy and quick it is to overlook a team real fast. And then bam, you get in there and next thing you know, it's three, one, four, one. And you're, you're picking yourself up trying to figure out what happened. Right. Yeah. Well, isn't that the truth? And it's a, it's a long 60 minutes, the long 60 minutes, but Hey, luckily for them, redemption was only 24 hours away. So uh, they got it done the next night. And then Missouri State followed that up with a sweep of number 13, Jamestown. Jamestown came to town, and uh, Missouri State just laid it to them 5-1 uh, to one and 4 to nothing this past weekend. So uh, all in all, six games, five wins, one loss. Not a bad showing yeah, yeah. right out of the jump for uh, not, Missouri not State. Not a bad start. Not a bad start, I think. If, if you're uh, law out there, you're, that's what you're looking for, right? Get a, get a big jump on the season and pad some stats off the bat. Six home games. You know, you you've been up there before. They get a great crowd yep. up there. 
They do. Uh, yeah, that's I mean, a fun place to play in. Yeah. Wow, that's a you know he's he's got six six home gates already. So uh, what a good good job for them. They're coming down here to uh, Oklahoma. We'll talk about them uh, here in a little bit uh, and see what they what what your big predictions are for when they come down uh, this this weekend. All right, yeah, so that's Missouri yeah, State. Anything more on Missouri State? You know, they're no, you, my you, you sure. Now I'm going to tell you from years past. We, you know, Missouri State's used to getting preferential treatment here on the on the podcast, so we need to uh, kind of keep that going that here where, a little bit. Is that is that where your eleven listeners come from? Is uh, <laughs> ten of up them there in Missouri State? Yeah, ten, ten, <laughs> ten, ten of the eleven. Ten of the eleven are, are up there in Springfield. <laughs> I think the other one might be must in Colorado. There, there must not much be going on up there on the evening times that they're listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, don't 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 knock them. Knock me. So, uh, but hey, I can, fine. but I can attest the, uh, so I went back in the day, probably 15 years ago or so I took a youth hockey team up there, um, to play in a little tournament in Missouri state. I believe they were a division three team at the time, maybe. And they came out and they had the stands packed. Our little team showed up a little bit early and I was amazed at the amount of kids and people that showed up and how rowdy it was. Um, and I don't remember who they were playing, but they stomped a mud hole in them. And I thought then I was like, you know, this is this is an awesome atmosphere. This is a great place to play. I can see right here. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a little country town in southwest Missouri, and you're like, why yep. would why would anybody want to come here and play hockey? And then you go to the rink for a game, and you're like, ah, now I see it. Yeah, yeah. And that was that was a long time ago that I was there, and that it was a madhouse. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool, you know? Yeah. I'm not going to ask how your youth team did, but. Uh... Uh, I think we, I think we won the thing. Yeah, whatever. It was all coaching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mister Humble there. All right, yeah, um, it was all coaching. <laughs> all coaching. Hey, speaking of all coaching, um, um, head coach Eric Ballard brought his Colorado Buffaloes out to Nevada, Las Vegas to start the season uh, two weeks ago, and uh, did not go too well for the Buffs. They lost uh, six they, to three uh, and seven to nothing. They, uh, yeah, they took them, took them one on the chin out there. You know, I, I this is just me. I don't think I'd ever take any of my teams out to Las Vegas. Yeah, you know, it's kind of a tough, uh, tough environment to go out there to. I don't know if you're uh, the coaches and the uh, the adults that are supposed to be looking after the kids, but Vegas would be a tough place to take a bunch of uh, eighteen to twenty-two year olds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just there is just nothing positive. I think that could come of that. The uh but you know, it's you gotta credit UNLV for what they're doing out there. You know, you see videos and pictures of the uh, UNLV plan and you know the place is packed and it looks like a madhouse and it's that's that's nine tenths of the battle right there is just the atmosphere that you make the other team play in. They do a great job. They do a great job packing it in there to the city national arena and boy they uh, yep. they, they brought the wood out and uh, spanked the buffs. Yep. Now, granted, Colorado, I think, only had – it's not an excuse, I'll, but I'll make it for them. I think they only had three or four practices before they got out there. And, and you'll, hey, you'll appreciate this. On the way down to Las Vegas – now, granted, Hi. it's Las Vegas and it's in September. But it's like ball blazing hot out there. It's like 109 degrees. Yeah. And guess what happens to the Colorado bus? They, uh, well, it either probably caught on fire or the AC went out, one of the two. Both. The, gen- nice. the generator <laughs> caught on fire, which knocked out all the all the uh, power and the all the AC power. So nice, yeah. So uh, I I thought you were going to say they stopped at some sleepy uh, West Texas town and uh, went through a bookstore for the whole day or something. <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's some other dopes that we know. But uh, <laughs> Colorado boy, like an hour outside of uh, Vegas on the way in, their bus have, uh, catches fire. And so it had, they have issues for the last, I don't know, 45 minutes getting into town. Now, granted, they're coming in in the morning, so it's not, you know, uh, the, the sun isn't out at full at full heat. Yeah, it's not. They didn't get the damn thing fixed until they got back to Denver. Oh, that's miserable. So they take a 6-3 beating, a 7 to nothing beating, and then they get in the... And then get on a hot bus. Oh, I'm telling you what. Yeah, that's... Talk about team bonding. That's no fun right there. I remember we were going somewhere one time, and our bus caught on fire. Yep. 
That was going down, I don't remember, going down uh, to Dallas. Yes, that's it. Yeah. I remember that. The, we can, uh, we can see the, the rink. Yeah. We can see the rink from, from where the <laughs> bus got, got fired. And, and the bus is up in blaze. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, just, yeah. just get the bus to the rink and then let it catch, let it burn down the rest way. We're almost there. We're like it a is. mile away. Let's it go. But, it, but it's scary, too, when you think about that stuff, too, on just in our little community with the teams that we that we see and come and go and all that when you talk about these kids getting on these buses and all that you know it's scary oh sure talking about them catching on fire and and doing all this um you know i know the junior blazers that play out of our rink they talked about how they blew a some hose off their bus last season and a bunch of fumes came up into the cabin and they had guys like crawling out of the bus trying to get out of it before uh, the fumes got to them and all that. And it's, you know, that's a lot of stuff that people don't see behind the scenes. That it's that scary stuff when you talk about taking kids around on these buses all the time, you know? Yep. Hey, we take it for granted. And um, we do. And, and, and every hockey team has one of those stories, right? They have, they, they do. They every, do. Every trip, um, they don't call it, uh, uh, they, they don't call it traveling, uh, for, for, or, you know, any reason for, I mean, for no reason it's, it's, uh, because you're traveling and it's an adventure. Otherwise it's just, that's plain. right. Um, that's right. But, and I remember some of our adventures with old Tom. Yeah. Trying to try, trying to keep Tom awake. I mean, come in on. the middle of the night. Cause he wouldn't give it up. Wouldn't give it. <laughs> I mean, come on. How many, how many deer did we almost hit? And, I know. It. I mean, I know. We've it. we've slid in the semis on icy roads. We've uh, and I re- I remember coming back. We were coming back from oh maybe a Cleveland trip or something. I think we went up to and Tom was driving. We're coming through St. Louis. Um, we're on the highway. We see we drive. We pass Wentzville. Um, because we, we see the rink where uh, Lindenwood plays there. And I remember you hopping up into the front, asking Tom where we were going. And he said, oh, I'm just going down here to catch the next turnoff. And you told him that we had already passed St. Louis and passed Wentzville and the whole nine yards. <laughs> and I, and that's how we got turned around and you got your GPS out somehow. Yep. And we found the greatest shortcut that nobody ever knew about on that little two lane highway where they film haunted movies. <laughs> yes. I mean, that was, and it was the greatest shortcut ever. Oh, it was so scary up and down some hill. Oh yes. I remember being in my bunk bouncing up and down and hearing tree branches banging off the side of the bus. And I'm thinking, my God, what is going on? What has happened? <laughs> and I look out and get up and look out the window and I'm like, this can't be good. I just rolled over and went back to bed. It was not good. It was definitely not good. <laughs> it was not good. Yeah. It, our, our bus driver at the time was not a believer in electronics. <laughs> he was. No. He, but, he, he went off of his memory. But uh, That's right. Well, uh, but man, was he a certifiable beauty. He was a beauty. Hey, speaking of some beauties, uh, you don't need to worry about um, uh, the GPS when you're Arizona State, when you're playing Grand Canyon, because it's right there in town, right? That's right. Like Oklahoma That's playing right. UCO. ASU played, they opened their season against Grand Canyon there at uh, Sexy Oceanside Arena. Um, yeah. They, uh, they split. Grand Canyon is a Division II team, um, and Arizona State Division I. Grand Canyon wants to move up eventually, but they ended up splitting the weekend. Uh, ASU thumped them 4-2 to two the first night, and then they lost 6-5. to five. I think it was a shootout, if I remember right. Yeah, shootout in overtime it looked like. Grand yep. Canyon got them. So, uh, and then, uh, they, uh, and then they got on the road and they went to ASU did just what we were talking about. They went to Vegas, like a bunch of dummies, you know, why would you go to Vegas? But I guess for them, it's right by yeah. close by. So, but yeah, uh, you know, they say in the NHL, they've got that Vegas hangover that the NHL team takes advantage of. I don't know if you can call it the Vegas hangover, uh, with a bunch of college kids, but something probably pretty close to that. I would imagine. Imagine. Yeah. It, it, ASU lost both games in Vegas. They lost five to three and four to two. So I guess that's a, a little better showing than what Colorado did. But um, who knows? Yeah. Maybe Vegas was a little hungover too. They could have been. They could have been. So uh, any thoughts on Arizona State? The uh, you know what I think uh, I think they're going to be up against it this year. The uh, hopefully hopefully they can get it turned around and get it pointed the right direction, but. I know they don't have an easy weekend coming up, and uh, 
coming off the uh, coming off a slow start, you know, I think it kind of puts their back against the wall. Not really. You want to start more like Missouri State, you know, going five and one. I don't know if you want to be looking at uh, Arizona State's record right now, getting things started. Yeah, yeah, they're they they are up against it. The schedule, you know, credit to them for having a a tough schedule, but uh, boy, it's not gonna. Yep. It's not going to vote in their favor right now after going what one two and one I guess is their record correct right right now. Yeah, so. I've always I've always been a firm believer if you're going to go down go down swinging, but you know at a certain point you got to cut your losses. Cut your losses. Well, <laughs> Grand Canyon cut their losses in uh, this past weekend. They only played one game, and that was against the University of Arizona. U of A finally got on the ice. Um, after having some uh, uh, issues at the Tucson Convention Center. Uh, I think they had a total of three practices, and they drove up to, uh, oh, God, where is it? I think it's Artesia, Ice Arizona Artesia or something like that. Um, anyways, and they beat the heck out of Grand Canyon 7-1, to just, I mean, pounded them. The, uh, took care of business. Took care of business is right. And a kid, how about this, a kid that played at UCL last year, transferred to arizona because his brother's playing out there that kid had five points in the game two goals and three assists really? yeah bailey marshall yeah uh, that's uh that's how you open a season right there yeah wow so uh kind of wild so yeah good for them good of uh yeah it's gonna bode well for them after uh like i said only having three practices to come out and just uh score some goals so we know that arizona can score and we know that uh oklahoma you know can't in uh, or, or yeah, struggling gonna be. to score goals, yep. and Arizona State looks like they're struggling to score some goals. So, um, yeah, well, I guess in Colorado too, right? They've only scored three in the, in two games. So, hey, it's early season. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. yeah, early part of the season. So, all right, anything else on uh, the recap before we uh, hit a break and then uh, talk about what's coming up? I think that is all I got for you. you you've you've you're, you've exhausted your your wealth of information. I have I have my uh, my wealth of my wealth has gone dry. <laughs> yeah, your wealth has your wealth has definitely gone dry, pal. <laughs> all right, hold on here for some intermission music. We'll be right back. All right. Hey, we're back after that sexy intermission music. We've got uh, some big games. It's the first weekend of WCHL action uh, between some teams. The Ozark teams are coming down to the Oklahomas to play Thursday night. We have Arkansas at UCO. Missouri State is at Oklahoma. Then uh, those two teams will flip and trade partners on Friday and Saturday. So Missouri State will be at UCO for two games and Arkansas will be at Oklahoma for two games. On uh, Thursday night, Colorado State also gets uh, playing. So Arkansas hasn't played a game yet. Colorado State hasn't played a game yet, but they both get underway on Thursday. Uh, Metro State out of Denver is a Division II team. They'll play Colorado State on Thursday night. Then uh, Minot State will play uh, Colorado on Thursday night. Minot then goes to CSU on Friday, and then they play uh, Colorado again on Saturday. So Minot is pulling a WCHL weekend. Up in Colorado, good for Minot. Yep, good for those and guys. And then uh, Arizona State plays at Arizona down in uh, Tucson, so that should be wild. Yeah, uh, those guys are going to be uh, another tough weekend for those guys coming yeah, up. Well, probably so. Of course, that that's that's what they live for, right? I mean, yeah, I, big rivalry game. You never, you can never oh, judge a rivalry game, right? I'm telling you, the uh, I, you know, we, you talk about a rivalry game. I mean, that's just hatred. That is just pure, yes. unadulterated hatred. It's not, you know, you, you want to beat your rival, but afterwards, for the most part, you shake their hand, you respect them, that sort of thing. You know, hey, you played well. Yeah. Up there. I mean, they will just, they, they will want, you know, you beat you, they beat you, and then they want to dig a hole and j- dump you in it, and then they want to pee and, on top and of you. bury you in Oh, it. yeah. It's insane the, uh, how, how much hatred there yeah, is. I've had the, uh, I've had the pleasure of talking to some of your Arizona buddies yeah and getting their getting their opinions on arizona state that's you can tell there's not any love loss there between the two sides none, none. there's not, not there's not even an inch of respect one way or the other it's crazy I, 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 here here I, you know we have we we have a begrudging respect for we're, we're in oklahoma and in, in let's think about it in terms of football you know you always want to beat texas 
you 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 right. want to hates Texas, you want to beat them, but you know what? You also want them to be a good team because you want to beat them when they're good. Right. All right, boy, we had a little uh, technical difficulty thanks to Christine there we just did. button in. Yeah. What's going on there, girl? She, she thought her uh, pizza rolls were more important than our uh, phone call here. <laughs> pizza rolls. <laughs> <laughs> what is she, 12? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. my daughter. That's right. That's really? right. My, my poor little girl's off at college, right? I yep. got to the freezer. I got to the freezer the other day to put All, something uh, in there. Tombstone pizzas. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's she has boxes of pizza rolls still <laughs> in there from, from over the summer. I think she was. I don't know if I have to ship them up to uh, to her college, to her at university, or what. But like those gigantic boxes of pizza rolls you buy at Sam's. Oh my god. Oh, jeez. Uh, All right. Well, hey, we were talking about the games coming up: uh, yep. the Arkansas's, uh, Missouri State's, the Ozarks are here at the Oklahoma's. Colorado State gets underway hosting Metro State and Minot. Minot also plays at Colorado uh, for two games. And so, then the, uh, and then the lovely Arizonas. The Arizonas get after it themselves, and we were yep. talking about hatred yep. and all that stuff. And that's when your wife's uh, telephone interrupted rudely, us. Rudely interrupted us. That's right. Uh, she heard she heard the word hate, and she hates me. So uh, she said, <laughs> "I'll fix it. I'll fix that Perry kids wagon." That's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> All right, so tell, tell, tell me, Mr. WCHL prognosticator, what are you expecting from the Ozarks at the Oklahomas this weekend? They, uh, so, big test all the way around for everybody, I think. They, uh, you know, with uh, Missouri State coming in, they've, you know, they've been tested by Alabama. Um, other than that, I don't know if they've really been tested a whole lot. Um, so, you know, they're coming into Oklahoma. I know just being around those boys, they're eager to get a home game in. So they're they're looking for those guys to come in and uh, whoop up on them a little bit. And then you know uh, Arkansas going to UCO, you know, see if any UCO has any hangover coming out of the the uh, schlocking they took at uh, the Fighting Zombos. See if they bounce back and can get one on Thursday. And then Missouri State taking it on the road up there to the Bronco Barn, so they call it, and. Uh, See if they can't continue their winning ways. Should be should yeah. be tough. I'm telling you, you know, um, yeah, I think I think um, Arkansas is going to be. It'll, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of an Arkansas uh, program they have uh, with their new coach Andrew Walls in place, taking over for Brian Galini. Yep. So that'll be interesting. And um, yeah, boy, the 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 big two games of the weekend though were definitely Missouri State at Central Oklahoma because yes. it's. Uh, a team that is just a constant top 10 presence going, uh, hosting a team that, you know, thinks it's on the way up. And, so, and, uh, and is probably on their way up, right? Yeah. And is, yeah, no, no. And is on the way up. That's absolutely yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's a, I think it's a tough test on Friday and Saturday for those guys. Um, both teams, I mean, should be a, should be a good set of games right there. Got that right. I'm looking forward to it. All right, and then Minot goes up and plays CSU and two against Colorado. What do you think is going to happen there? They, uh, you know, Minot, it's more than likely what it's always been where they get those Canadian boys that come across the border there. Those big old farm boys, they're always tough. And they, uh, they usually play by a different set of rules than everybody else, right? Yep. So they're always tough. So I think CSU's up against it um, on Thursday. And then uh, – Unfortunately for your boys there at Colorado, I, I think they're up against it again, um, playing with them twice in a row. They, uh, we look at we you. know from we know from years past. You never want to look overlook the Minot boys, right? No, no, they're you, know, uh, you got to be prepared. They're primed they're right from the get go. Yeah, they're a good team. Good team. So, are you making pizza rolls right now? Is that what I'm hearing in the background? They, uh, there's some pizza rolls getting ready to be made. That's right. Woohoo. All right. I'm, I'm coming over. And then uh, Arizona State at Arizona. It's the first of six ASU at U of A games this year. That's a lot. That's a lot. They That's a lot. Eight time, they play eight times. Six of them are in, are in Tucson. The, uh, I, think, uh, I think that bodes well for playing in Tucson, right? <laughs> so the, you're, uh, you're, pred you're predicting the crowd will go home happy. Uh, that's what I'm saying, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, it's like you said, it was a rivalry game. So, uh, so it remains to be seen. Well, we'll, yeah. we'll let's see what, let's see how that works out. 
All right, Andrew, this is the time. This is the time towards the end of the podcast. We've prattled on for who knows how long. And yep. And then we got interrupted and you're in the middle of making pizza rolls, damn it. And not gonna share. <laughs> so uh give me the big sugar prediction for the WCHL 2018-2019 order of finish. And before you get even get going, I'm gonna prohibit you from picking Oklahoma number one because I don't want you to kiss their butt just because you work at the rink that they play in. Well now I I was told that they were gonna win it this year. They uh <laughs> And I was told if I didn't say that on the podcast for all the uh, for all the listeners that are going to be listening to us tonight, all that, eleven that yeah. there would be that that I would have to pay when I get to the rink in the morning. <laughs> so <laughs> they're going to be gone. Come on, you you just said they get there at six in the morning. Yeah, and you're, I won't, you don't walk. I mean, until... I'll roll out of bed at probably eight thirty in the morning and uh, maybe maybe gone. brush my hair, maybe brush my teeth too, and then uh, get to the rink about ten. Not like brush I your, normally do. Brush your teeth. You mean brush your tooth? <laughs> Come on. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's oh, right. Geez. All right. So, so there you've kissed their butt and you've told them That's all right. that kind of stuff and they're going to be fat, dumb and happy. Give me, it's, it's just us talking right now. So give me the so, real deal. The, the real skinny. I've got Arizona winning the whole thing. No way. Serious. I'm serious. Wow. I'm Very serious. nice. Look at yeah, you. Yeah. I don't, I don't read much into the preseason rankings till you get a couple games under your belt there. So look at you. All right. So this way we've started out and I've got Arizona winning it. Arizona uh, number one. Yep. I see. I see OU moving up into the number two spot by the end of it. Hey, now uh, come on. Hey, now hold on. I I Uh, have to ask this. Have you been drinking tonight? I have not. I've not. You realize. Okay. You realize that the W this is the sixth year of the WCHL. The first two years were won by Arizona state. The next three years were won by central Oklahoma. I don't see you that see, happening this year. Wow. All right. So Arizona number one, and you're saying Oklahoma number two. Yeah, I, I go Oklahoma number two, and then I think yeah. Missouri State's going to come in there at number three. Holy smokes. Yeah. I'm expecting a lot out of those guys. Wow. Andrew. All right. Well, give me here. Here, I'm going to write this down because we're going we're, we're gonna, to we're going to put something on the line here. All right. So number four, give me four. So Arizona, number. Oklahoma, Missouri State. And Andrew's drunken predictions. I'm going to go Colorado, number four. Golly. Yeah, number five. Then I'm going to go with our friends up the road, UCO, in at number five there. Man, this is bulletin board material. They're going to be all over this like white on rice, and you are going to catch unholy heck. That, that's good. I'm, I'm you're ready. Gonna, you, you're <laughs> predicting the three time, the back to back to back conference chance to actually finish fifth. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking you're drinking. Okay. So, no anyways, way. no way. Six, seven, and eight. Give it to me. Six, seven, eight, Arizona State, Colorado State, and then Arkansas bringing up the, the end there. Wow. Well, okay. All right. That's you know the, as, on the market on the board. Oh, I'm marking it. You know, as the commissioner, <laughs> I can't uh, I can't legally um, predict anything. But if I weren't the commissioner, I would say that one and two would in three would be a dogfight between Central Colorado and Arizona. Then I would say uh, number four and five would be number four would be probably Missouri State. Then I would say five six would be some combination of Oklahoma Arizona State depending on. You know who gets it together quickest in terms of who yep. uh, the coach, and then yeah, I, I think CSU and Arkansas with new coaches late in the game. You know they're yep. going to have to. It's going to take them a Up while to turn it around. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know I'm the commissioner, so I can't do anything like that. So you are, you are, you are the commissioner. So you heard it. You heard it here. Arizona's going to win it. Wow, interesting. Well, here let's. Uh, you know, let me let me recover really quick because my, ne- <laughs> my, my next question. I'm not going to ask for another prediction from you until I until I recover. Um, Take a swig of the White Mountain Dew and let's get it going. <laughs> yeah, really? Wow. Hey, let's talk. Let's talk really quick about this. Uh, the ACHA has a new executive director um, just recently announced. His name is Craig Barnett. He's the um, uh, director of uh, compliance and education with the North American Hockey League. Uh, former coach, former athletic director, uh, played NCAA uh, hockey uh, somewhere back east. I forget where it was. Uh, an all-around good guy. So I think um, uh, all. So that's that's good news on two fronts. That that means that the ACHA is in good hands. 
because and they, and they improve Martin, their uh, positioning. Yes, they improve <laughs> their positioning because they got rid of that jerk of an interim executive director. Yep. Um, whoever that guy was, he was a real turd. Yeah, so, he, uh, he's something else. And now he's got time to do a podcast, is what I understand. <laughs> but uh, Craig Craig Marnett, who uh, uh, is 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 already on the job, and he's already preaching the gospel of the ACHA. So a uh, good guy, and hopefully we'll have uh, Craig on on our quaint little podcast here coming up in a couple of a uh, couple of weeks. Who knows? We'll see. Awesome. But, but the awesome. nice thing with Craig, he's he's from the North American Hockey League, and the North American Hockey League, their headquarters is in Frisco, Texas. And guess what? That's where we're going for nationals this we're year. We're headed right? for nationals, yep. And there at the Dr. Pepper Arena, uh, March 21st through the 26th. 20 teams, the top 20, well, not really the top 20, but 20 men's Division One teams will be down there. It's uh, you got to really be top 17 because, I mean, let's face it, there's some auto bids that are going to chip away at then chew up some spots. Yeah, 18, 19, and 20. So here's my prediction. I, you know, you've already stunned me with your first prediction. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down for this one, Andrew. How many teams from the Western Collegiate Hockey League are going to make it to Frisco? And I'm not saying to buy a ticket to watch. I'm saying to be part of the tournament there, part of the 20 teams. How many are going to be there? I'm going to say. For sure, five are going to make it, and possibly six if my number six team, Arizona State, can get it together. So you're going to say five, possibly six teams out of WCHL will will be in attendance. You're saying Arizona, Oklahoma, Missouri State, Colorado, and Central Oklahoma for sure, with Arizona State amazing. On the bubble of making it in. Wow. That's that's six out of 20 teams that you're thinking. uh, That's what I think of your league. (laughs) and you you realize i mean the central states collegiate hockey league only has five teams in it and they're they're a monster so if we get six uh, and they get five that's 11 spots eaten up right there there you go they uh dang you you know lindenwood will be there they uh you know iowa state will be there yep they, uh, you know, you got to count Ohio in. They're they're usually tough to play. Illinois, Robert Morris, Illinois, Illinois. Yeah, same. Usually, same casting characters. Then you add in the independents like uh, Minot. Yeah, they're all they're always there. Tough to play. Tough to play. And then you add in uh, the national champion Adrian. You add in uh, yeah. Eastern teams like Stony Brook and Liberty. Oakland, you know they're they're usually kind of in the hunt for things. Yeah, Oakland's Oakland's in a rebuilding period, but uh, yeah, so interesting. So, do you say five, maybe six, are going to make it to Frisco? Huh? Five, possibly six. Wow, wow. Hey, you know what? If we get five, maybe six teams to make it to Frisco, I'm bringing you down to Frisco. I was going to say if my if my predictions work out here, does that? I mean, what do I get for if I'm right on my predictions? Oh, that means you get to come down to Frisco. Um, and I you mean, get do to, I get a do I get a number one animal style at at In and Out on <laughs> on the commissioner of the league or what? Every day, all day. <laughs> yes, yes. The answer is yes. I'm telling you what. If hey, let's just do it right now. If you if if your WCHL order finish comes true. Um, yeah, dinner's on me. Holy I smokes. Like yeah. And if you, and if we get five or six teams in down at Frisco, you're coming down to Frisco. That would be, that would be awesome. Well, it just means I'm going to make you work when you come down there. You realize that, don't you? Oh, that's all right. Yeah. That's all right. I can, I can disappear just like I do at the rink. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Slut. I'm telling you what. You can disappear. You can find the Zamboni room just like everybody else, right? That's right. That's right. What a slug. All right. Well, hey, let's wind this bad boy up and tell me uh, we're, we're, we'll have you back every now and then. Is that okay? You, are you up for doing this throughout the season? Well, you, you have, you have br- made my hopes and dreams come true tonight by letting <laughs> me on your podcast. So if you could only invite me to return, it would, it would make my heart feel better. <laughs> <laughs> well, consider this an open invitation to return whenever you feel like it, whenever you want to. And, uh, you, you tell me, I mean, what do you want, what do you want to do from the, from the, from the podcast going forward? You got any fun things coming up? You want to, we can rate, well, rate the logos, well, rate well, the you know, equipment if we, managers. 
if we want to, you know, if we want to make it interesting, we can always have uh, Christine, you know, be a special guest. Maybe give her like a five minute spot um, on the show here. Christine, she can give us the uh, she can give us the gossip on the streets. So, you know, she can keep it interesting. No, Chris, Chris, for the for the 11 listeners, Christine is Andrew's wife. The pizza roll. (laughs) And uh, yeah, that's a little inside baseball there. She, you know, if we were to have her on, it would only be to let her sing Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, and 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 that she can do. Yeah, yeah. And then and then we'd have your kid on to sing a little Kesha, huh? Yeah, and then TikTok. and then we'd be down from eleven eleven listeners down to probably five listeners no, just, after those two got done singing. No, we'd be down to YouTube because I wouldn't even listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I would just burn it right there. Yikes! All righty, big man. Well, hey, I appreciate you right. with us. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Are you going to be at the rink this All weekend? Right. I will be. I'll be there Thursday, Friday, and possibly Saturday. Are you driving the Zam? The, uh, hopefully not. Hopefully I can disappear when it comes time to get on the Zamboni. <laughs> Once, we're, we're seeing a pattern here. When it comes to work, you disappear. Well, I've got a, well, you know, so Friday I'll be the, I'll be the head guy Friday. The, uh, with, with the big boss being out of town. Yeah. So I'll, I, I'll have to keep the, the desk chair warm in the office there. <laughs> So I will, I'll, I'll have to keep the desk chair warm. So I'll have to fill that role. You're a slug. I'm telling you what, <laughs> what a pain. All right, Andrew. Hey, let's, <laughs> let's wind this bad boy up. We appreciate you having uh time out of your, out of your day to get going on the initial, the, this is season three of the WCHL podcast and we kicked it off in grand style. Big sugar, That's right. big sugar himself. That's right. It was, it was a good time. And, uh, you didn't even let's do it again. You didn't even rag on me for for my terrible music. They, uh, well, you know, I heard it was you were switching from that uh, the scary ritualistic music that you're that you're into to uh, some kind of '80s hair band type stuff to bring you back. You know, like our our boy uh, Lewis Libin used to say when you were in your mother's basement <laughs> building building the building the underground website, <laughs> pounding Cheetos and. And sucking down White Mountain Dew. <laughs> All right, this is the last time you're coming on the show, okay? God, I've got, I've got tons of stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yes, we are going back to our Aquanet days and uh, hair metal rules. So uh, with that, we're going to get out of here. All right, we look forward to you guys being on the, uh, following us along the along the way. The WCHL podcast. You can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. You can follow us on uh, Twitter at WCHL Pod, and we're also on Facebook at WCHL Podcast. We're going to try to update the artwork and all that kind of good stuff since we've got a, a new cast of characters going on here, uh, like our friendly idiot here, Mister, <laughs> yeah, Mister Chuckles. There, I'll, so I'll be I'll be sure to get uh, a good picture up on the site for you. <laughs> yeah, wonderful! I look forward to that. <laughs> Alrighty, hot dog, let's get out of here. All right. Talk to you later. We'll see you next time. Talk to you later.